For WMRA News, I'm Kimberly Daggy. The lead conservator for Virginia's Department of Historic Resources opens the time capsule found in the base of the Lee statue in Richmond. Charlottesville continues its search for people to lead the city. Virginia is spending more than $700 million to bring broadband access to rural localities. And the second of two exit interviews with outgoing Governor Ralph Northam. This is the WMRA Daily for Wednesday, December 29th. A time capsule found 20 feet under the pedestal that once held a statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee in Richmond was opened on Tuesday. Kate Ridgway is the lead conservator for the Virginia Department of Historic Resources. Ridgway said the 36-pound copper box was found in water in a little alcove of the pedestal. The contents were damp but not heavily damaged. Ridgway used mini saws and a small Teflon spatula to meticulously pry open the lid and one side of the copper box. What we have left in the box looks like maybe eight books. It looks like maybe some kind of text on the bottom that might be the flag, but we're not sure yet. And there's a few other sort of pieces of newspaper. There's also a mini ball right at the bottom. Other items retrieved include Confederate money, a Bible, a book titled A Guide to Richmond, and a copy of the Daily Dispatch newspaper from 1868. Another time capsule was found in the pedestal on December 17th, possibly placed there by builders of the statue. Charlottesville continues its search for people to lead the city, turning to a consulting firm to run it because two city managers resigned this year and a candidate for the interim role backed out. The Daily Progress reports that the city has lost over a dozen of its upper and middle-level leaders and has gone through five city managers in the last two years alone. Charles Hartgrove is director of the University of Virginia's Virginia Institute of Government. Hartgrove said that, quote, that type of turnover is not typical of what we see in most Virginia localities, cities, counties, or towns. Charlottesville City Councilors said they think the national media spotlight that Charlottesville is often under in the aftermath of the deadly 2017 Unite the Right rally and social media pressure from the public have taken their toll on city staff and elected officials. Virginia is spending more than $700 million to bring broadband access to rural localities. From partner station WHRO, Paul Bebo reports. Debbie Conboy owns Green Ridge Farms in Chesapeake. This is what happens when she explains her situation to customers. We don't get email. Like, what do you mean you don't get email? Okay, well, give us your email address. We'll send it. No, you don't understand. We can't get your email. And they're just dumbfounded. They just kind of sit at the other end of the telephone going, what do you mean? Her farm supplies horses, but because they don't have internet, she uses paper invoices, technology from the mid-1980s. Chesapeake and Suffolk are working to give thousands of places like hers access to broadband using state grants. Conboy says she'll believe it when it happens. The tech guy for the city couldn't even make a phone call on his cell phone because it was a dead zone. Honestly, then we started hearing from people and there were promises being made. Oh, we're going to take care of you. And we've all gotten exhausted by all that and basically accepted that nothing's going to happen for us. Governor Ralph Northam's plan is to provide universal broadband access by 2024. Paul Bebo reporting. Governor Ralph Northam said that he wishes he could extend his time in the governor's mansion, but his term might have ended even earlier due to a racism-based scandal. 
From Virginia Public Radio, Jad Khalil talked with the governor about race and his work to build equity. It's impossible to talk about Governor Northam and race without mentioning the yearbook crisis. About a year into Northam's term, a page from his medical school yearbook surfaced. In it was a person in blackface and another in a KKK robe. I asked the governor about his response. He didn't resign and instead said he would talk to black leaders. Can you describe what you meant when you say that you were listening and learning? Sure. And how did those conversations inform your time in office? Well, that was a very hurtful time uh, for Virginia. And and so what I did, I committed to, to listening to people and, and learning. I, I went on tours around Virginia. I, I read a lot. I, I watched documentaries. And, and so I committed to dealing with the inequities that existed before the, the yearbook incident. We had been working on a lot of those, but it really came into much stronger focus uh, you know, after February of 2019. So, so I committed to learning, and what we've been able to do is turn a lot of what we learned into action. One understanding of racism that's common in America is that racism is thinking that some people are less than white people. But there's also the definition of racism as a system, that inequity is deliberately built into the law to enrich white people, or that knowing that public policy helps some rather than others, and ignoring that. I asked Northam if his period of listening and learning, as he calls it, shaped his understanding of how to define racism. Well, there's a saying that I have, and I teach a lot to medical students and and residents, and it says that the the eyes can't see what the brain doesn't know. Sometimes if we don't understand our history, which we have a little bit over 400 years of, if you're aware of what's going on around you, then you you know, you know realize that, that those things exist. And so um, I'll give you a, a good example. Uh, one of the reasons why I felt so strongly about legalizing the recreational use of marijuana, um, people of color, Uh, and white people use marijuana at the same frequency, yet people of color are three times more likely to be arrested and convicted. Well, there's there's a problem with that. You know, and to hear people talk about things like critical race theory, which, number one, we're not teaching that uh, in our schools, and it's it's really just a dog whistle. It provokes fear and and, uh, anger in people, which are very strong emotions, but but it's important to, to teach the truth. There are competing narratives about what drove Northam's policies on race and equity. One is that it was some sort of atonement for the yearbook scandal. Another is that as the head of the Democratic Party, he would have pursued those policies anyways. I asked Northam if there was truth to either of those narratives. You know, I think a lot of what we've been working on regard equity. I mean, I'll give you another example. Things like early childhood education to to make sure that all of our three- and four-year-olds have have access to early childhood education. I think a a lot of these things uh, were were just by listening uh, to to what Virginians wanted and and to make sure that that everybody had, you know, equal opportunity and it was treated fairly and that we embrace the diversity. So that's, you know, I've tried to listen to Virginians. Northam said he's most proud of his work on the economy, especially a number one ranking for business the state got from CNBC. He mentioned that a few times. He also talked about renewable energy initiatives in Virginia. What are your big regrets from the office or things that you feel are, you know, maybe unfinished? You know, I don't really have any regrets. What I do, I get up every morning and uh, come in here very early. Uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of, of, of what I've done. Has it been perfect? I'm sure the historians will look back and say that it probably wasn't perfect. But I, I think overall, when I turned the keys over to Governor-elect Yunkin on uh, January the 15th, Virginia's never been in, in this good a shape. And so that's something that I'm, I'm proud of. Governor Northam's plan is to go back to seeing patients. I'm Jada Khalil. Thank you.
WMRA News, I'm Kimberly Daggy. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.